I am ready for success. I am success. I am ready. I am ready. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is another edition of Extra Connections. I am your host, James Law Jr. And of course, as many of you know, that is my actual song. And it's out. It's called I Am Ready. You can find it on iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, um, Spotify. Everywhere you can find music, you can find that song. It's called I Am Ready. It's my inspirational, motivational dance song. That's right. Conscious dance music. And I am ready today, too, because I have a really great guest, and I like to bring people to you guys, because this is called Extra Connections. Extra Connections meaning we connect people, places, things, ideas. I'm connecting you with someone that I bring onto my show. And this person, he's a lot of fun. And uh, this guy, he's smart. He is like, he has a master's degree in human, human rights from Columbia University. He holds a PhD from University of Aberdeen in law, as well as diplomas and postgraduate certificates in law. He's a member of the University of Oxford in Oxford, England, as well as a member of the Kellogg's College of University of Oxford. I'm trying to get this all in there because he is so he is smart. Also, he's appeared on many different TV shows and networks like Fox News, CNBC, um, BBC News, Sky News, C-SPAM. Uh, he's been on shows like Tavis Smiley, Bev Smith, Malika Crowley. And I got him for my show, folks. Yes, I did. We got him to come on, and I'm happy to announce... Dr. Christopher Metzler. How are you, Chris? I'm doing well. How are you, my friend? Good, good. Okay, so the first thing is that I want to say to people first out there, follow us on, we're on iTunes, we're on speaker.com, we're on iHeartRadio. This is Extra Connections. You can find it everywhere. Tell everybody. And if, they, if you feel like somebody needs to hear this episode, hear him, share with everybody you can. Please do. Uh, we're out every Wednesday. Okay, so when you were pitched to me, uh, you were pitched to me, your, the title was pitched to me as political pundit, which I've had on my shows before, which is fine, and conservative analyst. So what I want, the first question I want to ask you, and I, and this is something that I've been always wanting to ask somebody who considers themselves conservative. Sure. What do you, what does being conservative mean to you today? Well, today it means a number of things. Number one, and if we look back historically as to what conservatives um, have done, particularly in the African-American community, um, what we have always done is we have tried to uplift the African-American community uh, through the use of not handouts, but hand-ups. I mean, our biggest goal from an economic development standpoint is opportunity for entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's very critical. However, I've got to say that the party, um, and I am one of the people in the party who um, <laughs> is constantly being criticized for saying this, but you know what? Uh, Kizzy and Chicken George were the last two slaves. I'm neither Kizzy nor Chicken George. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> I've got to say to the party that a number of the things that we have been doing is catering too much to white supremacists. Uh, we've been catering too much to ideology. Um, and in a lot of cases, if you look at um, black folks, you know, we are generally very conservative people from the standpoint of God, from the standpoint of religion. Uh, and 
we are also social justice people. To me, that's the idea of the way the conservative movement should go. Mm. Unfortunately, uh, with the election of the current uh, president, what has happened is we continue um, to lose our way uh, because many people just simply feel too emboldened in this environment. It's unfortunate. Um, and also coming out of the White House, what we have heard is lies, lies, and damn lies. Mm -hmm. um, and so as a result of that, the party has been split into, I think, three different parties. So okay. what you have is you have the Trump um, wing of the party, okay. you have the Steve Bannon wing of the party, and then you have people like me who are the consistent conservatives uh, in the party. And that's pretty much what we have. I, you know, I've been, people have said to me, well, you know, you should leave uh, the party, but I don't believe that you can make change from outside. I think you mm. have to make change uh, from within. So that's why I'm on the whole conservative thing. A lot of times when people hear that I am a conservative, what they tend to think is that I'm somehow a right-wing loony nut, yeah, right. um, which I absolutely am not, and you know my work really reflects that. But I do think that as, as Americans, we should have more than one choice. From the Democratic standpoint, Democrats have their own uh, sets of uh, problems. Yeah. You know, you know, Donna Brazil just came out and spilled a whole lot of tea. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah. They, they both have. They, everybody has some issues going on right now. Yeah. I mean, too. Um, you said several things that I want to touch upon that I just. Sure. So, I'm so glad you said. Okay. Great. Now, well, first of all, before we get to that, before I get to those things, number one, like folks, so he's on my show, which I have no hidden agenda. I'm open to hearing everybody. I'm I'm neutral, and I mean, I have my own beliefs, of course, because I'm not a robot. But I, I but I'm neutral, and I I invite him on for a free discussion. So what I want to ask you is. How do you handle just yourself when you go on when you go on shows where you know you are the conservative that's speaking, the only one or the one or the black person? How do you how do you handle that? Well, you know, I stay true to my core beliefs. Um, and originally, I thought we would give this president a chance um, to lead because he was elected by the people okay um and so initially i said okay let's work through this let's be but then when i saw all of the craziness that's going on <laughs> i simply i have to call it out yeah and a number of people have said to me well you won't get anything from the party and my response to that is uh i own about 10 businesses i don't need anything from the party and I'm not looking for anything. What I'm looking for is really country over party. So I stick to my core beliefs. I don't care how popular or unpopular they are. My core beliefs are the center of who I am, and that will continue. Uh, that's a great, that's a great answer. Okay, that, that shuts that down. I like that. I like that answer. Um, okay. You know, it's good. No, I. In all seriousness, you said you said several things that I like. And, and I'm not a conservative, and there's some issues, but you said several things that I completely like. Um, that 
the conservative party should go towards social justice, because you're right, black yes. folks, black and brown, I'll say even brown folks, okay. my audience is big, um, like social justice. And you're right about the conservatism, especially when it comes to religion. A lot of brown yeah. folks are conservative, and that could be Asian, Latino, yeah. and black, where they're heavy, they're very much their core values. People always be like, how are, why are there so many Latino Republicans? I'm like, I'm not surprised. Because yeah. many of the, some of the same beliefs line up with what they believe in. Exactly. On everyday exactly. life. Yes. So when you just said that, I was like, oh, that that's completely makes sense. I mean, there isn't more, I mean, it might be more black, you know, conservatives out there that we know of because they just don't speak up as loud, I guess. Yeah, well, there are quite a few. And as a matter of fact, um, we have an organization within the party um, that we call the family. And in that organization, it is uh, a lot of black conservatives from people who are very, very prominent uh, to very young people. Essentially, this organization um, starts off with the elders. And so those are uh, the black folks who have gone before all of us, okay. uh, people like Michael Steele, people like Jason, oh, okay. K. Cole James. And then you have the group, the next group is the Vanguards. The Vanguard is a group of which I am the, uh, a member who is someone who has been actively working uh, in the party in a number of policy roles for years. And then you have the newbies. And so these are the folks who are really, really just know that they're conservative, both black and brown folks, who know that they're conservatives, um, but are really trying to feel their way, particularly in this environment. Yeah, that was, that's, that's very interesting. I mean, I, I just, I just, it's, it's funny, I'm trying to think in my own life, I know, I know some black conservatives, and I do know, I know, there's cities like, I used to live in Sacramento, which of course is the state capital. Yes. And my father used to work for Senator Diane Watson for like a thousand years. He was part of the, he was part of the old Senate and everything. And it's funny because I did meet some of his friends and that circle up there. And there yeah. were a lot of, I'll just say brown, because some of them weren't exactly African American. I guess some were, some were Cape Verdean, exactly, but they were all brown. Yeah. They were all brown. Um, and there were very much a circle of where they were, had conservative values. And, and they were very vocal about it. They had no shame about it. Um, yeah. and I just, and it's funny because you just, you just don't see, you just don't hear about it enough. And I know there's more out there. There just, just must be people who listen to the show may, may, may read some of them out there who are, Oh, okay. I have one of those too. Here's a guy speaking my truth also. Yes. It, 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 it is hard because, you know, being for me, being a black conservative, it's, it's, I get it on both sides. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> You know, I get it from a number of the black and brown people who are like, how would you be conservative? Mm -hmm. And then uh, from a number of the white people I get, you're not conservative enough. Wow, and, yeah. Uh, we were in um, a closed-door debate the other day, and um, one of my white colleagues said to me, he says, um, you're not a conservative. This is not the way that conservatives behave. I said, I'll tell you what, so we'll have a deal here. Um, you can tell me what it's like to be um, a conservative uh, as soon as you stop being a white supremacist. So how about go. that? There you go. 
Um, because you know, I'm the kind of person I don't hold my tongue. Okay, I, mean, I, love, it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I say what I have to say. People can agree with me. They can disagree. You know, people are so concerned, especially people who are in the political arena, about how many likes they have on oh, Facebook. Yeah. I don't care because, yeah. from my standpoint. Um, you know, these people are real friends anyway. And at the end of the day, that's not my point. My point is really looking at social justice. That's really my point. That makes sense. You know, you're saying, you know, for you, I had a guy on my show um, who was saying how he used to always, on social media, answer every, every negative thing. And he said, hey, I had to stop for a second. He goes, wait a minute. I know who I am. Why right. am I fighting these people? And so now he's taking his message using art via art he did a you yeah. know he did a video he's like so it's like he's like now i can do it this way and say here's how i feel because like you like you just said i'm fighting for change that's, that's the end it. game right right and all that other stuff i am not concerned about that i'm not going to get caught up in all of that mm -hmm. because it does nothing for people and i keep trying to tell people the issue is not so much party the issue is country, and that's, you know, that's the bottom line. But we've gotten into these very strict ideological um, divides and mindsets that you either are 100% or for or 100% against. Well, that doesn't apply to me because I don't live my life in a box. That's right. Um, I like it. And, you know, I'm a, I, I, I'm a serious you know, intellectual, all that kind of stuff. But I'll tell you what, I'll be right up in the club, too. Right. <laughs> exactly. No, I mean, that's why, that's why I like you, because it's like I, I'm a similar type of where um, you can't – I'm James Lott Jr. first. Whatever that yeah. means, I'm that first. You're Dr. Christopher right. Metzler first. You're that yes. first. Everything else composites make parts of me. So I'm not I'm not going to tell me I'm not black enough, because I've been told that before. Or I'm right. too black, <laughs> um, yeah. or I'm not Latin enough, or I mean, all the things that I am, you know, you're not, you're not man enough, or not tall. Like, I'm like you, I'm like, I don't care about that stuff. I live my life like it's golden, and yes. and I speak my truth when I can. I try to affect change when I can, too, and I work hard, and I feel like you're the same way. That's exactly right, because, you know, at the end of the day, um, I'm the only me, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I don't have to go around... Uh, trying to please everybody and to please the public. And like I tell people, listen, um, my reputation and is, is all I have. And mm -hmm. it is what it is. But if what you're thinking that I am is this guy who sits in this box who's above the fray and, you know, all that, you got that wrong. Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah, I do what I do, but I also enjoy... Um, my people, yeah, you know, somebody told me, um, well, I can't believe that you listen to Fetty. I'm like, uh, why is that in your business? Number one. Yeah, number one, right, number one. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. And number two, you know, uh, you, you, you listen to who you want to, I'll listen to who I, well, he denigrates women. And I said, oh, Lord, here you go with all that. I, right. I ain't got Right, right. <laughs> And I saw I saw I saw him dancing, folks, on a, on a friend's Snapchat. He was dancing around at, some, at an event. It was kind of funny. I was laughing at that. Um, uh, but no, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's there's years ago, I had a friend 
who was very much into, this when, when New Age, I'm aging myself, um, the 80s, late 80s, when New Age was just coming out, and he was very New yeah. Agey, and, and I used to call him Granola all the time, because he was, like, shopping at, but this was before they had, like, Whole Foods stuff, but they were shopping at certain stores that had this, and he had a, and there was a new uh, a new phone company called Working Assets at the time, which was doing recycled paper, so I mean, it was all this stuff, he was all that stuff, but he loved high-energy dance music. And, I, and at first I was confused, like, well, how can you, it was very frothy and, and not anything serious. I'm like, how do you like that? He goes, well, I can like both things. That's right. It was that simple. He said, too, it was that simple, right? It's, yeah, it's not either or. Yeah. It, it, to me, it's and, not but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Know, that's the way that I look at it. So, I mean, so, I like your, your thing about the conservatives. The conservative movement should move towards more social justice. And Absolutely. why do you think they're not doing that? Because, so, with the party as it currently stands and the movement as it currently stands, um, there is in America this underlying issue of race that has not been addressed. There you go. And that's really the problem. And so, and I know, you know, Bill Clinton had his conversation on race um, Obama had the uh, beer summit and all that, but at the end of the day, no one's gotten to the core issues. And I keep trying to tell people this notion that you say race doesn't matter simply is not true. Or the people who say, I don't see color. Oh, God, I, I hate yeah, that phrase. You know, and, and that's the whole thing for me. Um, mm-hmm. You don't see color, please. Right. Unless you legally color, color <laughs> right. you see color. Right. Okay. And, and and I say to them all the time, the issue is not whether you see race or you see difference. It's how you respond Thank you. to it. Thank That's you. the difference. And see, the conservative movement right now doesn't want to get into that because they want to hold on to this part of the party. Mm. Um that really, really is so, well, we think it's our turn. We had a, there was a uh, black man in the White House, and so y'all had your turn and all that. And it's like, okay, but that's not even, it's not even about that. It is that kind of thing that destroys a country. Yeah. And that's the road we're headed down if we don't, you know, pull up on that. I always feel like we have the Pain Olympics. Here in America. Yes. I know yeah. my pain's more than your pain. No, my pain's worse than your pain. No, my pain. And it's like it's first of all, it's all pain. Yeah. So there really there's you're all gold medalists. Congratulations. Like everybody has something bad. You know, we all got it. Okay, so now let's get rid of that mindset and let's figure out what can we do to handle each of the pains. Like that's what I feel I, like I, Go ahead. That's what I feel like would happen. You yeah, no, I, you're, you're absolutely right. I think you're 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 spot on there. Um, because everybody wants to know who suffered more. It, 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 it you know, right. all that. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter right. at this point. And I like the fact you said that a lot of times people are stuck on the, the you know, stuck on that. And like, let's, let's just, but let's get forward, let's move forward from that and get, and get to work. Right. And, let's and, get to work. right, get to work. Yeah, we, yeah, you think we had our turn. It doesn't matter. It's the, it's the country. There's no turn. Right. Exactly. That is exactly right. You see, I mean, if see, now I will fully admit, I will fully admit this. Like I said, this is a friendly conversation. 
I I have had very few good conversations with conservatives or people call conservatives. And with this one I'm having with you, I'm like, so far I'm like, I kinda agree with what he's saying so far with stuff. So I mean, is that is that kind of part is that is that part of your is it's you, but is that is that also part of you to to make things kind of normalized where you're like, see, I'm a person who's kinda of, is like just like you in a sense, um and I can call myself a conservative, it's okay. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, and, and, and it's funny because in, and we when I was at the family meeting a couple of weeks ago, we had this exact conversation. Um, and there's so many of us who are the same way but are afraid to kind of say it in public. And what I've said to a number of, the, of people, especially the folks who are younger coming in um, to the family and to the party, what I've said to them is, you know, listen, you have to be yourself um and you cannot be a person of color in the united states and deny the fact that you have been discriminated against Mm. in one way or another now it doesn't mean that you hold on to it and that you call everything racism or all of those kinds of things and too many i think um conservatives really really want to wave this banner um that simply isn't a banner of truth for example when we we talk about all these christian conservatives and you know they voted overwhelmingly for trump and what i've said to a number of them is that you know i'm sorry but it's it's a bit contradictory to me um when you're voting for someone who wants to dismantle the Justice Department, Mm. when you're voting for someone who um, has said extremely vulgar things about Mm -hmm. women. Mm -hmm. So it's this, we get the politics, the conservative politics in a number of ways has gotten into this thing of hiding behind the cloth, uh, so to speak. Mm, And, and, And that's a large part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And until we say, okay, you know, because a number of conservatives uh, voted for Trump, not, and even though they say, oh, because he's been touched by God, now, okay, I hear all that. Um, <laughs> but they voted, truth be told, they voted for him because they wanted to make sure he appoints justices to both the lower courts and the Supreme Courts mm-hmm. that will do things like overturn. Roe v. Wade. Um, right. They're more. Their concern is very singularly courts. I mean, that's what you have. And then, if you look in the rural areas, in a lot of the rural areas too, what you have are conservatives who voted for him, who are extremely poor, um, and who really fundamentally, because I've spoken with a number of them, who said, you know what, he cares about me. Um, He's going to bring coal back. He's going to bring coal jobs back. And I'm like, um, Mm -hmm. to break it to you, but coal is dead. Right, hello. (laughs) You know, that you have to hang on to something, but is this really, and then the interesting thing is going to be when he finally gets some legislation going, because despite what he said, he has not passed 
any legislation. The irony is he criticized Obama for all these executive orders, and he is governing by executive order. So all these contradictions, these so-called conservatives are really, really comfortable living with, mm-hmm. and then they talk about the tax bill that's coming out. I can't support that tax bill because as conservatives, as fiscal conservatives in particular, since when is it okay to raise all of these taxes? And at the end of the day, the people at the very bottom who believe that they're going to get a tax cut, if they get a couple thousand dollars, they'll be lucky. Because the biggest winner um, in this will be corporations who will get, you know, our corporations, corporations I have, will see our taxes go down considerably from 35% to about 20%. Oh, wow. But somebody has to pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also with this tax bill, the other thing is, all of a sudden, as conservatives, we think it's okay to run up huge deficits. Since when? Wow. So it's those kinds of contradictions. And then but you, you're okay with all of that, but you're not okay with social justice. I, I, I yeah. you know, but what has happened with social justice, too, is the word, the term, the meaning has been so perverted mm-hmm. um, that people think that when you're talking about social justice you're talking about taking away uh, white people's rights right. nobody is talking no. about that foolishness right. and it's like when you have the conversation about affirmative action and people are saying well it's about protection um, uh, for uh, for people of color but read the facts From an affirmative action standpoint, the biggest beneficiaries of affirmative action have been white women. Mm -hmm. And those white women, because what used to to happen was that you would have affirmative action for businesses. Well, the husbands, in order to get the government contracts, will essentially turn over their businesses to the white women um, and they will get uh, the, the contracts because they're a woman-owned business. And that's a cap. So if you look at it statistically, the biggest beneficiaries have been white women. And all of these people who say, well, with affirmative action, you know, y'all have hired all these unqualified um, people of color who now have all these executive positions. I don't know where those people of unqualified people of color are because mm-hmm. the fact is that in a number of organizations, the standard for people of color in employment is much higher um, from a selection standpoint than it is for white people. And so you know, you don't, you always have to be at least twice as good. And sometimes that simply isn't good enough. Right. So I, I don't. It, it, so that's where we are with the whole social justice yeah. uh, piece. No, everything you said, I, t- I yeah, you you hit it, you hit it up on the nose. I mean, it's just I. Okay, are, are you gonna run for office someday? I, I'd vote for you. Uh, no, 
I'm like you. You just. I'm like you're speaking my language right now. And, I, and again, I'm not a conservative. I don't consider myself a conservative. But I guess I guess because I'm older, I consider myself. I'm just. I'm kind of moderate in between. I mean, I'm. I there. I mean, I'm just. I'm older. So there are things that you know. Yeah. Obviously, I've witnessed and grew up in certain time periods where I feel a certain way now because I'm older and I have kids and grandkids. And I think maybe that's probably why. But yeah. Um, but yeah, you're speaking. You're speaking my language right now. I'm like, oh, I understand that. I was like, okay, with that. Which I think. Which yeah, is. So I, I I advise um, campaigns. Um, more so than running for, and the reason I would not run for office is until the system changes, because the way we have the system set up now, you're running for office, you don't really get a chance to govern because you're so concerned about the next uh, okay. that you're out fundraising. Okay. Um, yeah. And so in this country, a lot of the governing that goes on is actually by staffers. Um, and, and so I don't, if I, I need to be able to govern if I were in that position. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and so I, you know, think I'm much more effective as a provocateur, um, than I would be an office holder. You are, you're the best. I, you get to come back on my show again another time. You are, I, it's, it's, been a, it's been a joy talking to you and listening to you. I mean, I, I just, I will say this and you folks out there, I'm not, I'm considering myself a conservative. But many things that you said speak to me. So I don't know what that means, but whatever your job you're trying to do, it's working. Who, being who you Thank are you. is working for me. Thank you. Because uh, I'm like, because so, completely, I mean, that's, this, is what, this is why we need more dialogues like this. And folks out there who are listening to this, we need more dialogues like this where you can't always talk to everybody who agrees with you or everybody who's on the same side initially. It's like, like you said, changing from within, going within the parties. That was the same way. I know it's like to be one of the first black this in the company, or the first person of color that, or the first black. This. I mean, I've done it. I mean, I've I've done it. I mean, I've coming up from the '80s and '90s. I mean, I was oh, I know yeah. how that goes. Oh yeah. You know, and right. so and I got criticism too. You should, James. Why aren't you with the all black this or the all black that? I'm like, no, yeah. I want to be in this and affect change that way, so that right. later on generations it won't be a problem. It just it'll just be across the board. Um, and not just this kind of separatist. I understand the separatist stuff and why it started at first. Right. Um, but it's, and I, it's not like you feel the same way, right? Yeah, it's time to move away from that. I yeah. mean, but I think in order to move away from that, we need to be able to have the honest conversation about race in America. Not only the conversation, but we need to be taking action. Mm -hmm. See, we do a whole lot of talking, yep. but then when it comes time to change policies, then that becomes the issue. So I appreciate the conversation. I appreciate more the action that's necessary. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm an action-oriented guy. And, you know, if, I'm, if I say I'm going to do something, I want it done. Mm -hmm. I want it done correctly, and I want it to have impact. Yes. So, that's that's the way that I, I, I do it. I'm, I'm a doer, too, so I understand. I completely agree that I am a doer. I have people who just talk, 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 and nothing gets done. And I'm like, well, I'll see you later. I'm down the street taking care of what I need to take care of, so I will see you later. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, doctor, you're great. Okay, so, doctor, tell people where they can actually find you if they want to talk to you on social media or follow you or anything. Sure. They can. Uh, my website is drchristophermetzler.com. Um, Twitter is at Dr. Metzler, and Instagram is Dr. Christopher Metzler. Facebook, same thing, Dr. Christopher Metzler. And um, I'm happy to engage in chats with people at any time. 
Well, I'm gonna, I gotta make sure I'm gonna make sure I'm following all social media platforms. You, you might get a whole bunch of James Lott Juniors following you all of a sudden everywhere. It's me. Oh, I'm loving. <laughs> it's, it's me. It's me. Because I want to follow. I want to follow you along and see what's going on. And and when I see you on TV next, I'm like, I know him. I know who that, who that is. I know who he is. Hey, what's up? It's like, listen. Am I listening to him? Because he's smart. You know what he's talking about. Listen to him. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Christopher Messer, thanks for being on the show, of course. Thank you, my friend James. It was a pleasure. Thanks for the invitation. Oh, my God, of course, anytime. And folks out there, of course, it's on iTunes. It's on Speaker.com. This is Extra Connections. You can follow me where all James Lott Juniors are sold, at James Lott Jr. It's across the board. You can just go to Google, type my name in. I will pop up. I'm everywhere. And, of course, I love to talk to you and hear from you. Give, your, give me your opinions on on this episode. Let me know what's going on. I'll pass them on to him, too, and let him know what's going on. And I appreciate you guys every week listening to my show, supporting my show. It means the world to me. I love bringing this to you. And I'll talk to you guys next time.